Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. So we've been camping, and I love camping. Wait, in-game or in real life? In-game. Okay. And I love camping. Are you guys all campers? Show of hands. Jane? Negative camping. I am hardly a Coloradan. Okay. Because I have never been camping. Wow. Neither have I. Really? I've only ever... I don't like it. Well, I did... Okay. I have stayed in a pop-up camper, which people have informed me doesn't really count. Those people are bougie. Around Uh, like, with like my friend's family who had one when I was like a teenager. And then one time my family tried to go on a camping trip together where we did stay in a tent, but we did stay next to like a building that also had uh, showers in it and like, that's the coffee maker. Oh, (laughs) yeah, Mm, Uh, delicious an important sound we all need some coffee so we're making some coffee but of the mini world's tavern coffee um Mm -hmm. but yeah so i wouldn't say that i've really like taken all my stuff into the wilderness and slept on the ground for three days and not showered so then i will amend this question Mm -hmm. for you two Mm -hmm. when you go camping Uh or for you two maybe just cooking outside oh okay okay what is your favorite thing to eat or have around the campfire oh S'mores don't count. Go ahead and get those out of your brain. Everybody likes s'mores. Moving on. Except for the menu. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got food in my mouth. Someone else want to take this? Sure. Uh, you know, it's not really, I don't think it's technically a camping food. Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe more people do it. We always like pre-make breakfast burritos. We oh, do the same yeah. thing too. And then we just heat them up when we're up there. Yeah, we wrap them in foil and mm-hmm. we put them on the fire in the morning. Yep. Mm. That's yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I love a breakfast burrito anyways, but then you know, it's just kind of a nice little morning treat, get you going. We I do have a lot a, of prep for absorbs our the beer trips. from the yeah. night before. <laughs> yeah. I have a uh well, two thoughts about this. One is that uh Jess told me one time that she knew she was a real adult, Jason's wife. With that she knew she was a real adult when you guys ordered Chiba Hut catering and it came with like these little squeegee bottles of like <laughs> sauce and she was like, these are going to be amazing for camping. And she was like, this was like, this made my entire month. Like I was so excited. And then I was like, wow, this is what I'm the most excited about right now. Yep. I'm such an adult. It was awesome. Can we also uh, do an aside for like people who run, like who have groups of friends for gaming? Because this is something that I just frankly never thought of. And somehow Jason and Jessica were like, no, Let's fucking do this. If you're hosting a game night and it's like not a regular thing, you got a lot of people coming there. Look at catering options yeah. for regional restaurants. Yeah. yeah, because there's a lot of like sandwich shops and things where like we, we like literally we were all going to order dinner anyway, mm-hmm. but we all like Venmo in a couple days ahead. You get a catering box. We get more food than we would have if we ordered yeah. individually. I get to try like four different half sandwiches, yeah, yeah. and then we all bring like a side or two. This God, is now we, like an ad for <laughs> catering. Look, it's for catering generically. Yes, shop local or re- shop regional. Cater regionally for your, like, yeah. a couple times a year game day. Because 100%. it's That's a millennial great. potluck. Yeah. 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 The, uh, <laughs> make sure it gets delivered. Don't go pick it up. Uh, <laughs> the, 
the other thing I was going to say is that I have a hypothetical camping meal that I would eat, which is one time James was trying to convince me. Yeah, fish on a stick. (laughs) James was trying to convince me to go camping and he was like, I'll make biscuits in a little cast iron thing over an open fire. Doesn't that Mm -hmm. sound nice? And I was like, that does actually kind of sound nice, but not nice enough to make me go camping. I wish I was talking about prep. Did any of you ever do the uh, freezer bag uh, scrambled egg boil? No. No. Oh, that was a big thing in Scouts is you could crack a bunch of eggs Mm -hmm. ahead of time, mix them up, divvy them out into freezer bags, Mm -hmm. roll it up, pop it in the cooler, boil water in the morning, stick the bags in, put any seasonings you want. Like everyone can open up their bag, throw the seasonings in the bag with the eggs. Freezer, freezer bag's important because you're putting in boiling water. Scramble the eggs. And then we would often convert it into a breakfast burrito from there. Have a bunch of tortillas and cheese just to get... Because like you're a scout and... We did it. I was like a scout in like military communities overseas. So we had like a lot of youths involved, which was nice. And the adults did a good job of like letting the kids actually run the show. So we were, we got to like really budget how much money do we have for the trip. So you could go pretty far on a bunch of eggs and like tortillas and and shredded cheese is such a great way to add a lot of calories to a meal. And when it's a bunch Mm -hmm. of 14 year old boys who need to eat like twice their body weight, uh, that was a big one. Okay. My two favorites. I've got two. One is a small, easy one that we used to do in scouting a lot that I loved. And it's when you take an apple, open a pocket knife, and just core the majority of the apple out. If you can, do it in a cone so there's still a bottom. And then just like with a fork and whatever substance you have, you can do it in there. Mix up butter and brown sugar. Pop that in the middle of the apple. Wrap it in tinfoil and set it near the fire. Mm -hmm. It'll bake the apple with the butter and cinnamon sugar. So yeah, brown sugar, cinnamon, butter in the middle of the apple bake that in and it'll seep into the apple mm-hmm. and you just open up the tinfoil, slice it up and you have yeah, like, it's like a, a dumpling. Sounds little, delicious. Oh, it's so, it's also yeah. so easy because yeah. you don't even have to have a decent cook fire set up. Just put it near the end and turn it with a stick occasionally. Yeah. Um, we did some backpacking. We did a lot of the like hike. We did a lot of like the, the kind of carry it in camping, like a yeah. couple of big containers. So I often ended up on cook duty cause I'm unathletic and like sitting around camp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember there was one morning this other guy and I made a breakfast thing because we ran a little low on time, but it became so favorite. We started making other campouts, and it was a combination of eggs, biscuit, sausage, and cheese that kind of became like a weird cobbler because we put the thing that took the longest to cook in first. We realized like, oh shit, we have to be to our first thing. Like we have to like hit this certain checkpoint by a certain time in the morning for the campout, and we don't have time to cook. Yeah. And so we just threw each thing in at the cook time. So it would all be done about the same end time. And we ended up with like a biscuit bread dough that had sort of just eggs and cheese and sausage cooked into like weird biscuit bread. Fucking delicious. Good. Sounds, sounds, sounds good. good. Yeah. And uh, of course, it's in a cast iron. So it was like that metal crust yeah, taste yeah. on it. Oh. So we just ended up making that in a lot of trips because then it became hand food, which was really nice. And because like we were a bunch of 14 year old boys, no one wanted to do fucking dish duty. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, any food that you can just like spatula cut out of the cast iron mm-hmm. and hand to someone and it burns their hand a little and there's no dishes. Yep. Best fucking day camping ever. We made nachos last time we went camping. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah. That's genius. Yeah. We took a cast iron and we put the chips and all those toppings and everything on it and then wrapped it in aluminum foil and mm-hmm. let it sit over Ugh. the fire. So that until everything melted, dude, I'll try to show you guys the picture later, but I was like, this is the best looking nachos I've ever made. And it was such a hit, such a hit. Uh, another easy shout out for not very expensive, easy to make really great. If you, if you have a Dutch oven, cause like if you're backpacking, yeah. you don't have a fucking Dutch oven right. unless you hate yourself or someone in your group. Um, 
like dump cake or monkey bread yeah. or like they're so easy. They're so good though. When you're camping and you're like, Oh, what did it take? Fucking thing is cinnamon rolls and a can of peaches. We did cinnamon rolls. Jessica made cinnamon rolls and we finished them in the, in the, uh, Dutch oven. Dutch oven. That's okay. the word I was looking for. It's, like, it's either a Dutch oven yeah, or Dutch like oven. you were drowning them in water yeah. Yeah. violently. <laughs> now we, when we ended up going, we started using our cast iron so much that I went and bought another set that <laughs> I didn't take camping with me because I hated cleaning it up to bring it back sure. in the house. So yeah. It's, it's that bit where like, I really respect the representation in Lord of the Rings that like Sam has this one fucking pan that yeah. he keeps through the whole thing. Cause yep. like, yeah, yeah. It makes such a difference in your camping to have a good pan. You can yep. cook so much in, especially like one pan, you can cook so much in it. Uh, <laughs> reef fried beans <laughs> with like brown sugar, bacon. Shit. Uh, sounds good. Just, mm. You're from Oklahoma. You've eaten outside before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've eaten out of doors. <laughs> yeah, you, you, don't, you don't make it out of the South without eating outdoors. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I, I really, I automatically feel like any barbecue that's served at a restaurant with four full walls outside of the kitchen is not that good. Mm-hmm. Oh the, yeah, I see what you're saying. The best barbecue I've ever had looks like a trailer with an awning and a smoker out back mm-hmm. and you sit on a picnic table that has been like wind blown through at least two zip coats. The best are like the grills slash smoker combinations that are like the size of an RV. Yeah. It literally is pulled behind a yeah, truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone has hand welded that custom. Right, right. We saw one once where it was a semi truck, but you lifted the front up and there was a grill <laughs> under it. That's awesome. And they were like cooking a bunch of Johnsonville Whoa, brats at this cool. festival. And I was like, well, that's awesome. I really don't think I've ever had actually like good barbecue barbecue. All right. Well, that's ever. really in my yeah. life. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm getting a grill here soon, so uh, <laughs> you'll have it before long. Well, then you get into the, which is your belief, like what's your barbecue seasoning? That's a whole other banter topic. Yeah, yep. we better get off of that. I think the real seasoning. Speaking of cooking in front of a fire. Let's, uh, let's get back to this campfire <laughs> embers that all of you just defended. So you fought off a couple of bandits in the evening. I'm concerned because I feel like what James initially said was like, you see three to five people moving, but there was only three. So you have taken care of these bandits. It's nighttime. There's three bodies around you. What do you do with these bodies, bro? (laughs) (laughs) I love that this is just making a consistent appearance. I got a loot. All right. Well, you found a loot. Well, I don't know. You, t- you tell me. Uh, nope. It's staggeringly similar to before. All right. Daggers, leather armor, short bows, and rations. And in this case... Seventeen silver pieces. Ooh, yeah, nice. see, it was higher than last time, so I needed the dropped in order to do... Wait, a piece? Basic edition. No, 17 oh. between the three of them. We're rich. So. Well. Time to go to bed. I I guess I'll throw these on the fire, too. I'm in going the middle back. of your campsite. No, no, I'll, I'll just go do a separate we fire. Go burn them in this little ravine over here. Yes. I'm going back to bed. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I already did my watch. I'll stay up. Cool. It's Yeah, it's only a few hours. It's only an hour or so left, so you get up and get the bodies, body moving. Body moving. Hey, buddy, Is anyone get hurt? The body grooving. Do you want yes, some more arrows? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take 16 more. Okay. And there's also been some spare short bows if you wanted to pick up a short bow, Trent, because I don't think you had a ranged weapon. Um, I don't. That's that's okay. 
I just got a little scratched. It's not that big a deal, but I don't like it. Actually, I'll take a short bow. Like, take a short bow. Ten arrows. Yeah, yeah, take ten arrows. Do is anybody going to make me feel better? Well, I'm two hit points down. Let's see what I can do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna move this ahead a little bit. You'll then. get that when you sleep, right? Uh, yeah, technically oh, yeah. the end of resting. What is it? No. Your you got two. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take this from me. This is all I have. <laughs> I actually rolled a two on the die too. And Ari's funny. like, someone's trying to make up for it's the shoulder thing. He ate though, Jason. So so it's more than two. Well, oh, well, I'm fine. <laughs> so you get up in the morning, you do your daily preparations, pray to Erastal, champion a whole bunch of different gods, and um, you got some options. Let's uh, let's talk about the weather to move into... I want to be with you alone <laughs> and talk about the weather. <laughs> what? What? Come on, you guys. Does anybody else see a Nintendo 64 controller in this? Oh, I 100% over here? see that, yeah. Yeah. I've been staring at it most of the That's day. Funny. Like, I want to play with that. I would have never noticed. <laughs> but yeah, no. <laughs> you know they keep remaking, like, old-style controllers for the Switch for the throwback games? Do you think they're going to make the weird fucking claw next? I just wish they would. Just do it. Just do it. No, that thing was terrible. Just you do want it. that thing? Just do it. Yeah. It's not good. I want them all. <laughs> Gotta. Never mind. I'm piling all the pawns in a pile, like... A pawn pile? A pawn pile. And, Are you uh, piloting that? Are putting, you piloting pawn piles? I'm putting Arthur over there too. You, you know, Arthur, yes. your brother Beef, he uh, kept like a running tally of who who killed the most people. Oh, Ari here is very deadly. You know, I have actually been keeping track of who among us killed as well. Um, is it like a family thing? Perhaps or? if you could just mentally say to me the ones who that Biff had tracked. I could all add those all up. Oh, look, I oh, already have. I believe I have a piece of paper uh, in my pocket. Oh, perfect. Uh, <laughs> it seems that Lucky is uh, is leading with eight, and mm. Ari has seven. Mm. Um, Biff, ironically, is in third. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be rough in a couple of levels when Biff is <clears throat> dead last. Yeah. Ooh. Come on. Uh, that was unnecessary. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> so, it's clear sky. No rain. What's uh? What's the plan? You've got the map in front of you, Jane. Where's the party moving? It's not just in front of me. Pick yeah. it up. Yeah, you're um, right. Someone else could reach across the table. Question, do I get my focus spell back? Yeah, you, t- 10 minutes of prayer restores your focus spell. I think we just Is that keep- all? Yeah, just for focus uh, spells. Yeah. But I, I wasn't the, isn't there a rule about like you can't go up to full though? Okay, so I'll actually need to check this because they may have updated this in the remaster. But in Pathfinder Second Edition V one, you can have up to a maximum of three focus points, and the refocus activity restored one focus point, and then stated that you could not use the refocus ability again until you had spent focus points again. So if you were at three and you used mm. one, you could regain one. If you're at three and you used two, you could regain one, but couldn't regain any more until you'd spent some, either going from two down to one back up to two or from two down to zero and back up to one. I don't know if perhaps, I don't know the remaster they did look at some of the phrasing and some of the use of bringing focus points back. There's a document that came out a lot sort of parallel with Rage of Elements that goes into that in a little more depth. And I don't for the life of me remember 
what the exact approach to that is. So, okay, we can check that later. Yeah, we can look into that uh, between things. But regardless, it's at a new day, you get all of them back, period. Cool. And if you've only spent one, then 10 minutes of prayer or refocusing, which usually for champions is prayer or like focusing on your oath if you've taken an oath. I have. So it might be focusing on your oath then. <laughs> I have. I will seek vengeance upon those who have wronged me in my community. It's pretty dope. Mm, I yeah. can respect that. Community is what's up. Mm. <laughs> That's very sweet. It's important. <laughs> Look at that. Friendship. Okay, I just As moved the, the group together. token. <laughs> yeah, while we're, while we're burning people. Yeah. <laughs> Their bodies are, are skulls are actively seen through the fire. It's terrible. Uh, I just moved us along too because I figure we're just following that road. Right? Yeah, yep. You're not exploring, you're just traveling, you're moving along the road. And uh, you're doing pretty good. I think we're going to have. Um, so let's see. I'm trying to remember who's doing what in general. Um, Jane, you're looking out for danger. Or mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I should say. Ari is looking out for danger. Nikolai, you're looking out for signs of wildlife. Yeah. Nature stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Trent, is it Arthur who's sort of keeping an eye out broadly for, for danger as well, or like for enemies? I, I think I, I would want to say yes, but also I think he's just kind of, um, he's sort of making sure everyone is moving along Sure. Like that the llama, that the You're like the a sheepdog. You're yeah. hurting everybody. You know, the llama is being, is probably tied to the horse, you know, and he's just kind of maintaining the group as it were. I always imagine someone's pulling the llama with a string or with a rope. Ari, Ari loves the llama. All right. So it's, it's actually Ari that um, sort of late afternoon of this day sees the silhouette of a couple, um, like looks like some maybe... Some sort of like dogs or other things moving along in the uh, like the high grasses. Are they dogs or are they caterpillar dog sized yeah. caterpillars? <laughs> There's only one of those. <laughs> so only one to find out. Okay, I am so intrigued though about this caterpillar. Mm -hmm. It's still here. Yeah. And does it like move at the same speed that yeah, we move? That is incredibly unnerving. Does a caterpillar it, should not be able I think to move. It kind of chills on my shoulders too, like as I'm walking, Gross. like across the back of my shoulders. Can does you it, imagine? Like a, like a caterpillar. That's scarf. awesome. Does it sleep? Uh, yeah, probably. Can you imagine walking around and a caterpillar just being able to walk the same speed as you <laughs> yeah. and just follow Five you? Feet, yeah. I mean, dogs do. Why is that so weird? <laughs> because they're not worms. Neither are caterpillars. All right. Dogs are smaller. It took them a long time to walk next to you. Do yeah. you have to all feed right. it like all of the vegetation in the area to maintain its like growth size? No, I just throw it a ration. Is it going to eventually turn into like a horse-sized butterfly? I guess we'll see. Wow. So would you rather face... Speaking no. of Perdido. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't mentioned Perdido Street Station this season yet, so yeah, maybe Here it's it a is. whole moth Here thing. What a spoiler. A thousand <laughs> butterfly-sized caterpillars... I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> or one giant so horse-sized anyway, duck. <laughs> these dog-sized things ahead of you. Right, right, you right. You see like two of them kind of moving around some of the brush and foliage and the grasslands. Or he's going to do like some clandestine like hand motions. Whoa, of, like horse. hold. I don't know sign Shush. language. Shush. Uh, she's going to be like, there's dogs. You just got shush. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dog? Get. I don't know what. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I do love the idea that get. Ari's like Nikolai, like be quiet, like whispering, and then Arthur's just like get. 
<laughs> They're about a uh, hundred yards, hundred meters away. Can I take a peek? A dog-like thing? Yeah. What do you think those are? Uh, let me see. So I don't what? Um, <laughs> I think it's a giraffe. What's well, a giraffe? Oh. <laughs> you've heard of these <laughs> plains hounds? Maybe mm. they're coming. You've heard the ghostly stories. Maybe it's a ghost chill hound, known for hunting and haunting. Wait, oh, for God. real? He's got a natural one. That's what he believes. Ah. I believe it's a ghost dog. Ah. <laughs> Good thing we like all have magical weapons. I think we should hide from <laughs> those dogs. I don't think we do. <laughs> Shane a couple does. of you do. I do. I don't. Okay, good. Thank you got God. a plus one longsword. Yeah, you don't you got a plus one longsword. Oh, yeah. Which you could have sold for a lot and bought a horse, or you could give to someone if you're I not I don't want use. a horse. I got my llama. That's all I need. You ever feel like you need a plus one mace? Just let me know. I'll let you have it. Jane's got a plus one longsword. Why are you just offering that up to I'm people? Not. I'm not just letting people know. I would love to use your plus one mace. Here you go. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> that was Arthur speaking. Do you Sick. have to attune nope. to a mm, plus no. one? Okay. And it's a vest. It's in vest in Pathfinder. You're not playing Baldur's Gate, Trenton. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. So dogs. Dogs. Do you like eggs? Do you like eggs? The ghost eggs? <laughs> well, all right. I'll are go. they coming toward us? I'll go approach them. Clunk. Yeah, clunk, are they just clunk, minding clunk, their business? Uh, they're kind of... Um, they're kind of... It looks like they're maybe picking at something on the ground. Oh, okay. Uh, Lucky, do you want to just sneak up there and yeah, see what's going on? I'll stealth forward. Take a torch. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to roll bad because I've been rolling good lately. No, this will, this will be a stealth check now. now. Now there's drama. Oh, you're doing it, right? Yeah, what's your bonus? Dang it, I rolled a 16. Uh, plus nine. Okay. Sure, sure. So you start sneaking up. And as you get maybe 30 feet away... You do see one of them like raise their head and sniff. They don't like they aren't looking at you, but they're sort of sniffing. I'm not gonna actually. You know what? Should I play the? Uh, I, have a, I have an image. Should I play the bit? Sure. Sure. Do we think they're just gonna be like cute, nice dogs? Oh, it's Rex. So <laughs> it's size small, so they are like so dog sized. Like uh huh. Like I like it. Ah! Oh, that's like dinosaur. That's dog. not a dog. It's That's actually not. A not. It's like it, you, it looks like a warg. It's like yeah, it's like a saber-toothed tiger, but a dog. Yeah, but also a werewolf, a werewolf and a rat tail. It looks like a werewolf. It's is it a, a werewolf? Red fur, which is weird. I just to describe it for our listeners. It's got uh, stripes. Like big claws on its feet. Yeah, it's like stripes. Teeth. It's got almost huh? like a like a mane down its back. Kind of a humpback situation. Mm-hmm. It, it reminds me a lot of like when you go to a nature and science museum and they show you like animals that once existed in North America yeah, but are now yeah. extinct. It looks a lot like some of those It kind of has like a rat tail. But the thing I want to point out about this one is its front legs and its back legs look like it could stand up on its back yeah. legs and use its hands. It, it does, does look, look like, like it's about to do that. It looks very powerful. And it has long pointy ears. Just got a hound of Tendalos, I'm fine. Hello, boy. Oh, gosh. Yeah. No. So you're up there. Um, I fought those in two different games, and they sucked both times. <laughs> in two different systems. In two different systems. <laughs> All right. So what are you doing, Lucky? You see two of these things. Um, and they're sort of like, when one of them sniffs something, they both sort of like skulk down, like their bodies just lower to, into the grass oh, a little bit. God. Can you see what they're eating? Yeah. What What are they picking at? You don't have a look at it from this angle. And basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna kind of play this for you. Oh, 
Well, <laughs> you you kind of have. He's been on. buried. <laughs> They're dogs, so they like do bones. Get, uh, you get two options. Really, there's two things. You can try to get out of there, or this is gonna happen, or something's yeah, gonna no, happen. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm retreating. Okay, you slink away, slink, slunk, sluke. Yes. Um, come back to the group. What do you tell them? Yeah, there's some really terrifying looking dog creatures down there. Well, they can probably smell us. Well, they didn't smell me, so... Let's get out of here. Or maybe they did, but... Perhaps we avoid them and keep an eye to make sure they do not follow. Yeah, I think we should Sounds go. great. With this new description, Jason, if you want to attempt a new recall knowledge, this will be a secret one. Okay. What Can I do one too? Do yeah, I, I, it'll be secret, but uh, nature, or if you have a more specific lore... Okay, well, nature. Plus five, blade nature. And what do you got, Jason? Plus eight. Unless it's fey. I have fey lore. I mean, you can try that. Um, Let's do nature. <laughs> you didn't make me feel great fey. about fey lore. Is there so. a fey dog? I'm Jason, sure there is. You do is recognize the description. And the fact that it's talked about how it's a dog, but not quite a dog. You know that these are... Okay, you ready for me to try to pronounce a fantasy name? Uh-oh. All right. Uh, yes. Just open up, warm up the, the jaw muscles. Thylacine. Hmm. These seem particularly to be like brush thyrosine. Thylacines can be easily mistaken for dogs or jackals, but the defining stripes on their gold-hued haunches is what you and unusually wide gaping jaws negate this perception in close encounters. And that's what does it for you hearing that description. You're like, oh, I have heard of these. They're quite vocal, using a combination of growls and hisses and gaping threat yawns in order to like communicate and establish dom- dominance. Yawns. I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just aggressively yawn. tired. <laughs> Adults stand about two feet tall to shoulder, about four feet long, weigh about fifty pounds, give or take. Okay. They're not also they're not dogs, which is a good call from real life, Jason. They're carnivorous marsupials. Oh, what? Yeah. Which is why uh, it looks like they can use their hands. Like hyenas. Mm. Aren't hyenas like, marsup? Uh, no, they're not marsupials. They're, like, they're, um, um, they're something weird. Yeah, or, like mongoose. Mongoose. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. They're typically uh, nocturnal predators that will occasionally form small packs. Are they like inherently evil or summoned or... They're scavengers. They're, they're carnivorous predators. They have a little bit of a boogeyman perception in okay. farming communities just because they'll come in at night and pick things off. Imagine like bigger... Coyote foxes sort of deals, like they'll just come in and eat shit. Hyenas belong to a family all their own. Oh, They're really? their own thing. Yep. Yeah. The most close relative to them is like the mongoose. And then from there, technically but honestly, cats. This hyena does look almost exactly like this thing. It kind of does. They're not, <laughs> they're not just mammals. They are, but they're a weird subset. Oh. I will tell you all, this is a uh, scavenger animal. Uh, I believe that if we leave it alone, we may be able to avoid it altogether. Great. They Sounds are, good to me. They are close enough to the road where if you're going to take the road, you either have to wait out like maybe half the day and see if they leave or try to go away from the road. Now, that being said, you're only one hex away from where you think your destination is. Yeah, let's just go off-roading and let's avoid baby. Okay. these scary hyena things. All right. So you go off-roading, Cowards. as James puts it. <laughs> wow. Smart. And um, you start working your way towards a uh, 
towards where on your map, well, you don't have a map, but where, you know, the map that maybe you're drawing or writing, uh, you believe this outpost is. You can even see it kind of in the morning when you woke up on the horizon. You can make some little structure out. Is Nikolai making a map as we go? That'd be cool. There's a map in the back of this book. That's yeah. awesome. Fuck yeah. So with these pictures, I'm going to go home and like draw the pieces we've traveled. Yes. All right. So. There's more. It folds out. That's so good. Oh, <laughs> oh cool. <laughs> so good. So you start showing up and as you get a little bit closer, you get your first look at this sort of trading post. It's clear to any of you who've ever served or seen it. It's a repurposed old border fort. Um, it's not very large and you can see sort of wooden palisades set up around the outside. That's uh, starting to look a little bit, well, they are quite run down. You can see some areas that have been repaired. Um, the palisades, though, they're, they're so impressive. They're 10 foot high, basically, around the whole thing. Um, and at each corner of these stockades, you can see uh, older watchtowers. Um, and those of you with higher perception, which I think is, like, lucky, you'll probably even pick out, and, uh, you're right, oh, yeah, cleric. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lucky and Nikolai, you'll even see what looks like old weapons. Oh, maybe a baluster or a catapult, but so worn down that you can't tell at this distance yeah, yeah. as you get a little closer. If you get there, though, the main thing that would stand out to you is you see a large gate. It's like only one way in or out, like a 30-foot wide um, gate. That's a big gate. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's an old border fort, you know? Yeah, yeah. Are we at the, the coin? Yes, you cool. are now there. And so you have made it. And so to the, the intel, fort. the intel we've gotten is that there are bandits at this fort. They've been having bandit problems. At or around? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Do we think that the bandits have control of said fort or outposts or is someone else holding this down? Perhaps it's best to assume that they do. Okay. I can go scout a but little bit. But weren't there groups ahead of us that came this way also? Yeah. Maybe. You don't know. We don't know. Okay. Yeah, scout it out. Okay. All right. Lucky time. You want to come too? Sure. All right, Team Jane, scout. What's Team your scout. stealth bonus? Well, this is fun. Uh, plus seven. Okay. And Lucky, you've got a plus something ridiculous. Oh, good. Yeah, for, keep forgetting you're rolling. This time I rolled a four, so I'm glad you're rolling. <laughs> Don't be too glad. I got a plus nine. Plus nine. All right. So as you get closer, um, you see, like I said, there's a, a gate... A big gate to the it's either the south or the east. I have it written in my notes, but I can't remember. Uh, and that seems to be the only way in or out as you get closer. Right now, the gates are open, though. Yeah, we'll go peer in the gate. Mm-hmm. A little closer. You can see into... Is there light right now? Yeah, it's uh, it's like it's afternoon in February. Oh, yeah, because so we only went down. one hex, right? Well, we you went off-road, off road. though. Okay. So sun's going to be setting soon, but <laughs> the sun is still up. Okay. You're able to get a little bit closer... And what you see through uh, the main gate is sort of a, a market yard. And like, I want to make it clear when I say this is a, an abandoned border fort, I mean like 10, 15, 20, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. We're talking like 50 by 80 feet is the entire mm. thing across. Okay. So this sort of courtyard, market yard, like past the gate is like 40 feet in and it's like 30 feet across. It's like smaller than the cathedral that we fought in in the last adventure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, like I said, like, honestly, like a big house is mm. the size of this whole fort. Mm. And so the gates are open and you get a look inside. You can tell that, like, these aren't just palisades. Like there is actually a walking surface at the, the walls above the ground, 10 feet up walking surface, watchtowers in the corner. And you can see a few structures. It looks like there's sort of this market yard and there is a wagon, an empty wagon there. It looks like a stable, a small storehouse, a couple of like picnic tables, like outdoor eating tables, and then two small structures. Um, and as you get close, you do see that there is a man up on the roof of the farthest back, the largest structure sort of working on the roof. Okay. Like, like repairing it. Yeah. There's a man. Does up he there. look like a bandit man? Um, is what, it a bandit man? Hi, sir. Are you a bandit? It's a man of a probably like late thirties, like darker skin from like, like really sun weathered skin, brown hair. looks cut pretty short, has some sort of facial hair, but you can't get a great look shirt with a white collar and some sort of blue thing tied around. Tear All tattoos right. on his face. Yeah, Jason yeah, does he have has like... a tear tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are you pointing at your face, yeah. bro? Tear tattoo. He's just so sad. Does he look like he's been in prison? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What does that look like, Trent? <laughs> uh, angry. <laughs> angry, spiderweb tattoo on the elbow, <laughs> teardrops around the eye, those kinds of things. <laughs> um. Okay, it's one dude. I think we're all right. Yeah, I think this is fine. True, wave him, wave in the other two. Yeah, we'll work our way back towards you. We'll, I think we'll it's all right together. over there. Okay, so that's when I swung the sword and managed to hit what I was trying to hit. <laughs> that's hilarious. That wasn't that funny. Um, you just got the. Why are they always like this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I'm saying that as why are Jason and Trent always having yeah, yeah. weird story time <laughs> asides while we're doing plot relevant things? Right. What else are we doing? Just. <laughs> And I, I will say, it's not like, speaking. as you head back and come forward, you will, we will have clocked that the person on the roof seems to have left. Like okay. you don't see him on the roof as you get closer. And then right as you get near the gate, you see him climbing up a ladder to the roof again. And it's sort of like, imagine the camera sort of, sort of looking up. Oh. Yeah. Right as you hear from off screen. Oh, hello. I'm, I'm glad you made it here. And boom, quick cut from that camera to a blonde woman that looks like this and we've got a little a little ditty to play that kirsten dunst yeah i was gonna say i've been watching a lot of women's world cup lately and she looks like she should play for the swedish women's national yeah. team <laughs> she really does she's like blonde hair blue eyed like dairy maid uh-huh she's yeah. got a little like uh, interestingly enough she also has a blue bandana on. I wonder if this is like a thing around here or if that's just a coincidence. As you get closer, you do get a better look at the man. We'll do that as well. Oh, okay. Hi, guy. Uh, he kind of looks him. like uh, Mr. Darcy sort of vibe. He's got some muttons. Yeah, he's got some, <laughs> he got some muttons. Um, he looks Pretty. a little sad. Yeah, he's concerned. Yeah. Pretty Pretty average some, looking something dude, bad. He's gonna poop soon. <laughs> yeah, he... He does have a poop countenance to him. <laughs> a little furrowed brow. That classic poop countenance. <laughs> he looks like, um... Ah, damn it. He played in The Warrior, and he was in The Green oh, Knight. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Dev Patel? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Joel Edgerton? Yeah, Joel Edgerton. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he does look like Joel He really has that vibe, especially yeah. his character in Green Wait. Knight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that in Green Knight. Yeah, he was the uh, mm-hmm. the noble. Or if yeah. you know the full story, you know who else that character is. Isn't he? Well, 
I don't know about the Green Knight, but isn't that actor also um, Luke Skywalker's uncle in mm-hmm. like one of the Lars, Star Wars yeah. shows? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the prequels, the Obi Wan show, the prequels and the Obi Wan show. Yeah, and uh, if we're like really leaning into it, then um, it's also the uh, he's also that noble in the poem of the Green Knight is actually the Green Knight who's getting a feel for Gawain before. Like passing know. judgment. Oh, 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 I just no blew idea. my mind. Yeah, wow. I can't even finish the session. I gotta Holy, go. Holy, <laughs> I need to go watch this <laughs> yeah. movie again. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, wow. I'm lost. That's fun. Honestly, the Green, Knight, the Green Knight. The Green Knight is a good watch to get in the vibe for this adventure. It is actually. Yeah, that's a good. Point. I watched yeah. the Green Knight and I watched Thirteenth Thirteenth Warrior to get rid of to get ready for these because they're. Ooh. Like Arthur and Beowulf, okay, fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Watch both of them. You would sure. like the Green Knight, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just has some imagery. It's very Pathfinder as well. Yeah. yeah. All right. So she sort of. Oh, hello. We're so glad you're here. I'm. Oh, and she should be played by Florence Pugh. <laughs> oh yeah. I okay. Could, yeah. I could see that. I'm. I'm so glad you're here. I'm. I'm. And she has in her hands bread and uh, uh, a clay like pitcher. I like What's bread. in the pitcher? Bread is good. <laughs> it's not much, but just some fresh water and warm bread. Thank you. Uh, are you all here from from Restov? Yes, we are. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. We've I- got the charter. These are my friends. We would love a place to chill. Wow. She's, she's, all she's never said that I was her friend before. <laughs> well, uh, well you're I all, didn't say that. You're all friends here. <laughs> I'm, I'm Svetlana, um, and that's my husband, Oleg, up there on the roof. Why Excuse does he him? look so sad? Hello. It's, don't worry about it now, but <laughs> so you you are the adventurers from from Restov sent by the Sword Lords. Yes, we yeah, are. Some that's, of them. that's us. Who are you? I'm. Well, I just said I'm Svetlana. Right, that is your name. But who uh, are you? Oh, um, Oleg and I we um got the the bought the charter to come out here and, and, and turn this old uh this old fort into a trading post. Awesome. Been abandoned for years. We've been out here for maybe half a year or so. Just. You know what it's like trying to get away, carve out a space your own. Housing prices these days. Yes. <laughs> Tough economy. We, uh... It's a fixer-upper. Thankfully, the interest rate isn't too high right now. <laughs> <laughs> Super real for you, Trent. Too real. <laughs> too real. Yeah. Um, please. And she sort of takes you around. Like I said, like it's a like 30 by 40 area. And you see that this sort of open space curves... Well, there's just sort of space between buildings where there's just barely enough room to put a couple of like long tables and benches between a small 15 foot by like 30 foot building and another building that's maybe like 30 by 30. Mm. And there's just enough room. There's a campfire, like a, a sort of built in masonry, like cook fire between these sort of two bigger, um, like long tables and benches, sort of beer, ta- uh, like beer garden style things yeah. that are old and weathered. Please sit, sit down. You're, well, what are your names? Oh, I'm Ari. Up there on the roof. Dun, dun. Ari? Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I am Nikolai. Nikolai? Lucky. Lucky. My name is Arthur. Excellent. He's super weird. I apologize in advance. No, no, you're not. Well, I suppose <laughs> anyone who chooses to adventure it might be seen as a bit strange from those of us who choose other, perhaps less violent professions, but right now it's uh, violence has found us in our house, whether or not we wanted to. Yeah, so do we're you have so a lot glad of you're here. bandits right now? Is that not why you're here? We... Yes. Has anyone else made it? Um, well, there's some folks who who come through time and again. 
Um, and she like sort of looks over her shoulder at Olag and, and gets quiet. He finally did ask for some help after what's been happening. And last time there was a trapper coming through, sent word back through the crossing to Restov. Had been a little while since we heard something, but message had made its way to us that at some point there was a request for aid against the bandits here. It had been approved. Um, and then supposedly a patrol was being sent out, but we'd heard, um, we'd heard just the, you know, word on the road that, well, that, uh, all of you would be, that there was a band of adventurers chartered by one of the sword lords, even, that would be coming this way, and perhaps, mayhaps, mayhaps you could even help. And Hold on. So, there was a patrol, but that's not us. Yes, I... I'm asking you, not Svetlana. Oh. <laughs> no, we are not a patrol. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, she's talking about two separate things. Like, there's a patrol, but that's not... She hadn't, like, heard that we were coming. I'd say ask in person. Ask in character for clarification. <sighs> Did you hear that we were coming? Hmm. <laughs> a bit. Um, we'd heard that our request for, for help against the bandits had been approved. But there was another patrol that was sent out yes, at we, some point, but you haven't heard from them? Well, we heard that they'd be coming, but I grew up frankly, around nobility and the, the bureaucracy, and I know how long it can take once that's set to put it together and figure out rosters and scent, but we'd we had heard that while it might take a while for a patrol to get here, that perhaps some of the Sword Lord's chartered adventurers might be here sooner. Gotcha. So it's not like there's a patrol that just hasn't been heard from and is probably dead. No. That we know. I, well, gods know, I, I hope not. But, you know, who knows when they'll get here, and God, the bandits are due back tomorrow for their next tax collection. Oh. Oh, they come on a schedule. Oh, yes, have you not? Could you tell us more about that? Sure, I guess I guess we haven't told them much. Um, well, um... Seems like something you should lead with, but... <laughs> I, I wasn't sure how much you'd been told. You know how it is. We, we, get, we get the word that comes through with trappers and traders as they come, but sometimes it's few and far in between, and... The way it's been these last few months with banditry on the rise, we hear less and less. And I always hope it's because they're staying home, fearful for their safety. But I worry it's the word dies with them on the roadside. At this point, she's like tearing up some of the bread. She even pulls out a little bit of cheese to kind of share with all of oh, you. Oh, thank you. No, thank you. So, um, it started, well, almost three months ago tomorrow. A group came by, threatened to burn down the trading post if Oleg and I didn't agree to hand over basically every trade good we'd managed to purchase and get our hands on up till that point. Say no more. I will destroy them. Oh, okay. Did they... Wait, hold on. Yeah, did... (laughs) Don't listen to him. Did they say what group they represent? Just those who had the strength to take what they feel they wanted. Did you happen to notice if they had tear tattoos? I I didn't, but I I don't remember seeing any obvious ones. Does Oleg have a tear tattoo tell us <laughs> no no he's <laughs> he's a he's a woodworker and honestly an amazing one does he need help up met. there damn it you pay me too you met wood woodworking woodworking well i come from a, a noble family and i, I don't know if you do spent the time but you guys I are pocket everywhere <laughs> fucking everywhere they Ooh. were it's why i tried to leave honestly i felt like i couldn't take it anymore. What, uh... I was the daughter of a minor noble, even then, the uh, Biavin family. There was plenty of wealth and splendor, but honestly, it just felt like a gilded cage. Uh, just, you know, quick changing subjects. Oh, uh, yes. How many of these uh, these bandits usually show up when when they arrive? Um, well, the the first time, several came. Um, six. Uh, Olag, 
how many bandits were there the first time? I don't fucking remember. Seems uh, like a charmer. No, sorry. He sort of stops, spits a nail out of his mouth. Oh. Is that in your stomach or? Pekang. <laughs> so, he's like, like a cat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there were nearly a dozen of them the first time. Oh, shit. About ten or so looked sort of. You gonna destroy him still? Gruff. Yes. And then. Uh, but I will probably need help. <laughs> All right. Looks at Arthur and is like, well, this should be a fun day tomorrow then. I agree. <laughs> kind of goes back. Do you know if they are aware that we are coming? I, I certainly hope not. I haven't been here for a month, Slatlana says. I, there was the, the ten or so of them, and then there was a, a cloaked man with a large bow and a, a woman with two hatchets. Um, she did the majority of the talking and had a rather foul sense of sense of humor. It seemed to take glee in how scared we were. He, she. Is that uh, woman that killed Biff, did she have two hatchets? Is that no, the she same? she had a giant battle axe. Giant axe, okay. That's what I was trying to remember too. I was like, I know she had an axe. Was mm-hmm. it one or two? She gets a little quieter. She nearly took Oleg's hand clean off. Thankfully, she didn't. Took my wedding ring, though. And you see, she just sort of like rubs her finger where there's no ring. That is awful. I suppose, but it's better than my husband losing his hand. I will make them pay. Oh, okay. <laughs> we will return your ring. That, thank you. It, honestly, I'm more happy to have my husband than I am my ring, but I know it. It hurts him. Although I come from a noble family, for him, anything at all like that represented a lot of saving, and frankly, it was the most amazing thing anyone had ever given me. Oleg, are you sad because the ring is gone? Did you tell him about the ring? <laughs> See, Nicholas Cage, oh too. Did you tell him about the ring? I gave up my days of being a cleric. <laughs> we're like, no! No, oh, no um, he sort of stops. A real hero. <laughs> They're going to be spreading word around everything we do. I'll come down here. Look, it's our private business and we couldn't handle it on our own. It's embarrassing enough to ask for help, but we don't have to tell them everything. Pride will get you nowhere. I'm... And he sort of stops. I know. Asking for help makes you stronger, not weaker. Give me a a make an impression check. surprising. That's a very nice, like, emotionally healthy (laughs) stance for Arthur to take. Uh, that is a 15. Okay. Diplomacy. Well, I've got stats for all these fucking characters, Fine. so I think... Yeah, um, 15. Mm-hmm. Sort of looks at you. I know, I just... Anyway. Look, they're due back tomorrow, and I think they've been getting lax. Letting their guard down. With you here, you know, maybe there's something you can do about it. We didn't... Neither of us fighters look at us. And like, you know, they're laborers. But maybe you stand a chance. Yes, you two shall stay in here and be safe from harm, and we will kill all of them. I I don't I don't mean to question you. It seems like you're very experienced at, at this what you do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Only very recently. We dispatched about six bandits on the way here from Six? Yes. Oh, but I have been trained among the lights of Last Wall. He is quite formidable. <gasps> really? You're one of the last wall knights? Well, well not technically speaking. I am a Actually, his of dead the brother wall. was a knight before he was. Yeah, that's true. Claire's also not technically Stay. true. You didn't really get knighted? Jarmandi isn't a knight. She's a oh. sword lord. Well, he got, we're going to tell Arthur that 
He did. He wasn't Forever. there. Forever. Is there any, no. he is wasn't there any there. more cheese? Yes, there is some. <laughs> well, if, if you took six on your way here, then it shouldn't be as hard. There's second, and... Uh, well, we assume that those six belong to your twelve. I can hope that that's the case, but there's so many bands roving these lands. The last, second, and third times they came, they, they came with fewer. So perhaps they'll be even less. even less this time. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> He's very learned. <laughs> he used to be a copy editor. <laughs> the joke is that it actually is fewer. Yeah. In this particular He's case. stupid, so. Um, the, the woman that was there and took the ring, she didn't come back the second time. It's just been the man with the large bow and... After la- after the second time, it was just him, and well, last time uh, there was only four of them that came. Oh, mm. so that they've sense. been diminishing in number. Well, it's not like we've put up a fight. Sure, sure. Olag yeah. just fuck, just sort of like cusses under his breath at that. It's okay, Olag. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can only do what you can do. Slap Olag on, Olag on the shoulder. He sort of and flinches say, uh, when you touch him a little bit if, at that. Like, ugh. I apologize if you could. Uh, Show us around a little bit more so that Arthur could uh, come up with a plan. Yes. Sure. Um, he winks at Lucky, knowing that Lucky's the one that really comes up with a plan. <laughs> I'm, I'm experienced in siege defense. <laughs> That's probably true, right? Yeah. You have, you have warfare lawyer, right? Yeah. I mean, that probably falls in there. So they kind of give you what's going on. So... Let's let's look at the fort like a clock, right? Because that's going to be the easiest sort of relative place to go. So at the center of the clock, where the hand start is the market yard, where most of your trade takes place, is on the sort of the three o'clock angle of that is the where the tables of the cook fire are that you're at. Um, moving counterclockwise up to sort of two o'clock in that one to two o'clock corner of the fort is the... Um, sort of the main building. In inside of that, there's a few rooms. There's a small hallway, 10 feet wide, like 30 feet down. That's the main hall. And off of there, there's a small 15 foot by 15 foot dining room, a bedroom, um, uh, an office, uh, a stock room, and a storeroom. And that's the whole building, pretty small. We're going to keep going counterclockwise. At the, so at the midnight angle, you have two things. Closer to the center, you have a small um, storage pen. Uh, 15 feet by 20 feet. Well, it's in there. Right? So this is literally just walls with like a, a tin roof. Think about like almost Breaking like a carport. Already. Um, and Olaf's oh, it's empty right now. Uh, usually we'll keep our furs or trade goods, but every time the bandits come, they request it all or threaten to burn everything down. So nothing right now. I want to find a safe place to put in a drama, the llama. Oh, that's smart. Oh, yeah. we, uh, we do have a stable over totally here, and that stable's at the nine, the nine o'clock. We've got a small stable over here. We've got oh, claptrap, my horse here. We've got stalls for rent, and you hear Slavana. But if you're helping, we're not going to take a coin from you. Room, bed, and board for all of you on us, as long as you're here helping, of course. Well, that's very kind. It's the least we can do. No, what you're doing is kind. No, you're you're more kind. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Is Arthur making a pass at Svetlana? <laughs> no, no, of course not. She's not wearing a ring. Patch. I was going to, but then he said something. I got to. So the stable is uh, 25 feet east to west, 25 feet across. 
and runs sort of long ways from like 10 to 7. It runs long ways. It's got five stalls, each 10 by 10 feet. Horse can stay in there too. And you see Claptrap, sort of a jittery, like little old riding horse in there. I love that hay. name for a uh, horse. A fine steed. Claptrap. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, oh, <laughs> Borderlands. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Peter Dinklage, right? Is that who did the voice in one of the... I uh, think so. I know. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, so sort of to the north of, closer to the 11 o'clock midnight angle, uh, pa- north of the stables and the storage pen are the middens. Um, three, three foot deep, 10 by 10 foot composting pits dug into the soil. Is that poop? Oh, no, but everything, right? Whatever helps to keep the grass green. <laughs> okay. And then uh, the final thing is... Nikolai <laughs> talks to you about composting for at least five minutes. <laughs> uh, to the five <laughs> o'clock, to the southeast corner of the fort is the uh, guest house. And it is literally a 15-foot by 40-foot building with beds in it and a small table. And like I've, I can kind of show you all... And like, keep in mind, you're about to see two tables, like just seating tables. Like this is not big. This is the whole place. Okay. Those are just yard tables. The bunkhouse is barely big enough to hold the four beds in it. Okay. Cool. And that's the entire, the entire place. Do I see siege weaponry? Oh, there are some old catapults up in the watchtowers. But... I'm sorry. I just caught a glimpse of your notes. Does Claptrap have an initiative score? <laughs> Whoa. Do we need to be worried about Claptrap? <laughs> it's, it's Pathfinder. Everything has an initiative score. Jane, it's Pathfinder. Uh, if we're like, we want to fucking fight Claptrap the horse. <laughs> um, can we have can we have a brief aside as a group? Yeah. Huddle. Horse. Is oh, the, does the, the caterpillar? Anyway. Oh, can the, can does it have to be here for this? I can okay. hang out with Milton the drama. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I keep forgetting about Go, Spike. Go. Gonna <laughs> put Spike in the stables. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Oluk has been eyeing it, but like whatever, they're here to help. All right. I appreciate. I appreciate you guys. Of course. And oh wait, I'm talking to my. We're having no. An yeah, you're not invited. All I know. I'll just. You're not part of the assignment. Oh, I would be fine. Can with we it, have a minute? But they're being weird. <laughs> I feel like Lecky's about to break up with us. He's like, I appreciate you guys. I'm gonna I, head out. It's not you. It's not working out for me. I I do appreciate you guys. Can we not promise to avenge the people the moment we meet them and get their wedding rings back and stuff like? <laughs> I, we have to have some sort of... We got to think this through at least a little bit, right? What mm. what thinking is there to do? What do you suggest we do instead? Well, if there's 12 bandits and four of us, then we need to make sure that we have some sort of, sort of plan at least. Sounds like there's only six bandits. Sure, but these are innocents and they need protecting. Honestly, that do horse they? claptrap looks like it can fight. Are taxes something <laughs> they need to be protected from? Well, I, <laughs> I, I think it's protection money. Oh, so it's definitely paying. a euphemism. They're paying for protection. Look, uh, you know, you know, yes. These bandits of. are just here terrorizing this settlement, and if it's if we don't stop them here, they'll just come for us wherever we end up. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. I think that we should help them, but well, you have a good heart. Can we talk about it first before we just promise things to people we don't know? Oh, you're right. I got caught up in the moment. I. 
I just want a wanna, husband and wife. If his wedding ring had been stolen, I it bothered me. So, we got a lot, understand. a lot of journey ahead of us. Um, I just want to make sure we make it to where we're supposed to go. Well, what do you propose that we do? <clears throat> well, we know that they're coming tomorrow now, so let's let's come up with a plan. I'm fine with that. Mm. But we don't even know if they have the wedding ring. Who has the wedding ring? Well, I don't want to go hunt bandits for a wedding ring when we're supposed to be doing something else. That's all I'm saying. Also, as a very related side note, uh, whoever's taking notes on this, I would like to formally issue you a quest for your quest log <gasps> titled Svetlana's Ring. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. I'm if you return, just that ring. Um, or one that looks just like it. <laughs> and I'll have Arthur lie about it. <laughs> I, I can't lie either. Oh, damn it. I'll lie. It's no problem. <laughs> Uh, completion, find the ring and bring it back to Olav. Reward, Olav promises 50 gold and trading post credit. Okay. Now lucky's in. <laughs> yeah, at least get paid, come on. Because <laughs> I think I mentioned there is a legitimate, like, RPG-style quest system, so if someone would like to write down, Sledlana's ring, quest. <laughs> Source, Olag Levington. You got it, Craig. Or Olag, uh, Levington. There's an important quest section in here. Sweet. <laughs> I'm not sure this is important, but it's certainly there. Oh, it's important. It's going to the top. I guess that is true, given like your your whole cleric thing of Arastal. You're all about family. Yep. All right, so what's the plan? We have 24 hours to prepare. You have less than 24 hours. We have about 24 hours to prepare. <laughs> You've got about 18 hours. Could, uh... We will need to get a rest in. 12 hours. We will need to possibly set traps. <gasps> Ooh. Can anyone make those? I can make something. And, uh... I would assume then between you two decide where we should all post up. These um, these walkways along the palisades. Yep. Could someone stand up there and fire down? Oh, fuck yeah. So also I, say, I would say that our two bowmen should stay there. Sure. I can pop out of a bush and just start, start going to town. So anyway, I start blasting. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Trent's third character. It's just Danny DeVito. <laughs> I'm the trash man. Okay. Do you know there's a fucking amazing It's Always Sunny Easter egg in Act 2 of Baldur's Gate? Oh, yeah. yeah. No. Charlie's rat smashing bat is in one of the inns in Act 2 and has a plus D6 against beasts. That's hilarious. I will stay below at the gate um, and sort of funnel them in as I can. Perhaps um, Ari can stab them. Here's what I think. I think you should stand at the gate and really piss off these bandits by just talking and being yourself. And then you can just turn <laughs> and run through the door to the fort. Yes. And I'll stand just behind the doorway. And as they run in to chase you, I will just skewer them as they come that by. That sounds wonderful. Now, these compost bins, are these flammable materials? I mean, it's been snowed a couple days ago, so... They're not they're a bit damp. I don't think they've fermented so much as to be super flammable. But Do we have anything we could use to sort of create a flame barrier at the wall here? Do you have any Do you have any old bottles of uh, ale or anything fermented? What about I've got one of a, these uh, old siege weapons? Yes. So who has craft? Is any are any trained in craft? I got craft. Lucky Lachance. Got it. Lucky, uh, you think it would take several weeks of work to repair one of these? Oh, wow. 
Uh, it's a catapult. It, you don't want it to not it's work a little when it fires. <laughs> could we put it somewhere and set it on fire, though? Like, could it be the, the flame barrier? It, it could. Um, when you're sort of talking about this, Olog's like, I, I do have... I mean, it's not like I can sell them if I'm dead. I've got a barrel half full of lantern oil and a oh, few yes. cords of firewood. Now this is what I'm talking Wait, about. Wait, do you have uh, any bottles of anything? Any bottles of alcohol? I swear it's not for me this time. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little beer and mead. Nothing much stronger. Let's not burn down the trading post trying no, no. to defend it. Here's my idea. Oh, okay. That we lure them in as, as you all are sort of plinking at them and they have to funnel toward me. I will back up and we will... Some in some manner, perhaps drop it from the palisade, this barrel of, of oil, of lantern oil, and we light that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> or couldn't we, I don't know, I'm not a demolitions expert, but couldn't we make some explosives out of some lantern oil and like a bottle? <laughs> I have craft. Molotov cocktails. <laughs> that sounds yeah. like I'll cast fire. Yeah. So at all this, so Svetlana does talk up. Well, um, I don't know if it would be helpful, but Usually, we help them load goods onto the horses they come with. We could help um, lure them in here and start loading the few goods we do have on to give you time to set up or surround them. Load up that uh, lantern oil. oil. We could do that, yes. I'd feel bad for the horses, but... Oh, they'll be all right. Those poor horses. Well, we could use horses. We could steal their horses, and we need them. As long as they them. do not burn. Well... So, Svetlana, can you free the horses while we do some bandit killing? Or uh, like, I could try. Or both. I think All right, that's on you. You'll probably have to tune in next week to find oh, out. Oh, no. no. I thought it was tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> The Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.